thanks to Medell Healthcare and Betdag Sportsbook for their kind sponsorship of this evening's event. It's not easy to get ammo in these hard times, but the, the two firms have come on board, thanks very much. We are glad that Medell had come on board this evening as the main sponsor to make sure that the event is run safely and got everyone tested before the takeoff. We'd like to thank the Well and Moat, famous for their country music and dancing, for the use of their event. Uh, I'd like to just introduce everyone. Uh, on my right, we have Brian Gavin, famous referee from Offaly. Uh, we have Danny Mullins, professional jockey. We have Michael Fogarty, professional jockey and GA player. We have Connor Coonhan uh, from Cork. And we have Aaron McCarthy from Betdak Sportsbook. Thanks for coming along, lads. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just a couple of questions, lads, before we uh, set off. Uh, Connor and Brian, just real quick there to Brian to you. How did you, how did you fall in love with racing, first of all? Give everyone a bit of an insight into it. Well, I suppose a little town in Claren, just Kilbegan was only six miles away, so you were on your bike cycling over to Kilbegan when you were a young lad. So I suppose uh, that was my first appetite for racing, and National Hunt racing in particular. Uh, having a much interest in the, na or in the flat racing but national hunt racing I suppose I've followed it all my life and uh, love to go to the Pint of Pints in Castletown Gagan and, and uh, the pigeons the three jolly pigeons that people would remember as well so that's where I started out and I still uh, follow national hunt racing to this day and have a huge interest in it and have formed a syndicate in the last few months and we have a horse now with Matthew Smith who's one of the upcoming trainers I, I reckon in Ireland at the moment stuff. Uh, Connor, you have a horse or two yourself, you're in a syndicate. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, I suppose a bit of interest in my life, I suppose my parents had an interest in terms of, you know, my father used to go to this toll with 40 years, always back to the Grand National, I suppose I started off. I remember back in Specify, uh, two Bob each way, 28 to 1, in the same year Dimwit, I backed him in the Irish National 14 to 1, so I thought I could print it after that, but you know, just, just got into it, and then, as you said, over the years got involved. You know, and syndicates, I've been involved in syndicates, I'd say, for the last 20 years. And, you know, we've had one or two good days, you know, with a horse that won a, a chase in Leopardstown, won the 50,000 50, chase. Like, and, you know, different feeling altogether to, to other sporting things that I've been fortunate enough to do. Just different. Like, you really have to get the experience to understand it. A winner, like, these fellas around the table would know all about it, but it's it's just special, as the fellas said. And, like, love to keep the interest going. Yeah, the, I think the one thing that really stands out in terms of jockeys is the bravery of them. Like there's like you go into a challenge like we have done in the past, the GA pitch, you're not going to be killed, but these lads are putting their lives on the line all the time for us to get a bit of entertainment, so they're, uh, they're fair men. Yeah, look, I mean, the idea you know, of jumping a fence like it'd be something I'd love to love to be able to say I could have done at some stage of my life. Now, I've two fully replaced knees at this stage. So I'm not going to be chancing it. But, There's but still then, good time yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, it must be some thrill like coming over the last air and just, you know, taking it like it must be some kick. Brian, would you be? Would you get on a horse and go to the first in the Grand National? Well, flat I tell you, out? you want some horse to carry me, but uh, <laughs> I'd say there's a lot of people trying to jump fences to get me. That's the only thing I could do with a fence. But uh, no, I sat on a horse one time in the Greenfield when it was a circus. It cost me twenty p for about ten seconds, and that's the highlight of my career in the, sa in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> You've saddled a few county teams in your pound. Has he saddled Wexford at all? Not that I think of. He sent off Andrew Shore in 12, oh, but I'd yeah. say oh, he probably the, deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the evening he had the bill hook up in yeah. Hill Park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. He was breasting a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. a question for the two jockeys here, lads. Uh, 
I know you do a you do a lot of work and you're up early and you get to ride out a lot. What do you make of say intercounty GL as they're putting in hours and hours on end and really don't get too much out of it? What would you make of these amateur players that would? Because we're all coming from a GA background here. What do you make of them? Yeah, I I think it's unbelievable the workload that goes into it. It was Mikey. Uh, plays more GA. My my closest link to it was uh, Joe Ling lived with me for a summer when he was on the Kilkenny panel and you know, the the work that went in and you know what do they get a, a pat in the back a new suit uh, not much reward for it yeah and they're like I remember myself and Joe went off on holidays when I was after getting my kneecap put back together and he was after getting uh, his ACL stuck together by Tygo Sullivan, uh, you know, I was getting paid for it. He was getting told he was a good fella and beyond with you. Yeah, it's, it's tough, all right? Yeah, it's tough. I know you, I really admire them. I know a good few of them. And, uh, you know, you'd admire that they're working five days a week. Uh, they're training six days a week. Um, look, we're very lucky to have Hurling football. And um, I, I, I hopefully they'll get, some of them get jobs out of it the odd fella gets a girlfriend out of it so look there is a couple of things you know what I mean it's not all doom and gloom and they still get an All-Ireland medal some of them and that's that's not a bad thing they're hard to come by though yes they are in Westmead they surely are yeah Wexford probably the same yeah, at the moment <laughs> 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 I regret saying that <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. uh, and thanks for Aaron for coming on board Aaron is uh, Aaron McCarthy from Betag Sportsbook uh, Good stuff. Right, sure we listen, we'll get going here now. Uh Spree Novices Hurdle. Um appreciated, six to four, uh mid year, uh five to two, Bally Adam seven to one, Soaring Glory, eight to one, Bob Ollinger probably won't go, ten to one, the Devil's Coachman twelves and sixteen to one bar. Let's start with you, Danny. How do you think this may go? Yeah, I suppose yeah the easy starting point here is appreciated. He was very good winning his maiden hurdle in Cork earlier in the year, backed it up by winning a grade one at Christmas. And probably a better performance winning the grade one at the Dublin Festival. It was a messy race. They went a stop start gallop and you know, Paul had to commit a little bit sooner than he liked and still came out like a class horse, uh, a good winner on the day. You know, it but this is going to be his biggest test yet. Uh, the English horse met here, Harry Fry's. You know, he's been solid so far. He's a good winner of that race in Sandown at the Tallworth Hurdle. You know, it's going to put it up to him here, but I still can't get away from appreciate it. Okay. Ryan, how do you think this may go? Yeah, look, I, I suppose in the Supreme, why, you know, why it might be two miles, you probably want to be really staying probably two or four to win this. And, you know, the way I appreciate finishes his races, he's definitely the horse to beat. I suppose he beat Bally Adam fairly handily in, in Leperstown the last day. As Danny said, they didn't go a great gallop. I suppose John Joe's horse put in a decent performance uh, at the weekend, soaring glory, and he probably have an each-way chance. But uh, Harry Fry's meteor, very, very impressive in the tall word. But oh. is the form good enough to win? You know, he's after coming from a flat background, but you'd have to say Willie's, who's going to stay at least two mile, two mile four, coming up that hill after jumping the last. He, he's the one to have to beat. Yeah, Mikey, um, Messier doesn't, the tall winner doesn't really have a great, doesn't have a great record in this race. How do you think they make up? Um, yeah, like it's hard to know the English form. Tallworth, I, I can't remember too many going on to win the Supreme Novice after Tallworth. Um, I'd, I, I'd be the same as Brian there. I, I wouldn't be backing him. For me, I appreciate it's too, too short at 6-4. to four. 
I'd be more, I'd, I'd be having an each way bet on a Bally Adam or Blue Lord. Um, I just, if the ground dries out, I think Appreciate is going to get cut out a little bit for, you know, for a bit of toe. Um, and just a six to four. Look, at he's, he's, a, he's a beautiful horse and he, he's going to give you value for your money. He's going to be there to finish, but it'll be just a little bit short for me. So I'd probably, if I was having a bet, it'd be Bally Adam there each way. Um, I just think um, he, he'd be better on better ground and Gordon will show him up there for the day. Okay. Connor, how do you feel this may go? Yeah, look, I, I'm probably with uh, with Mikey and that in the sense that, look, I think the ground, as you say, will probably be a good bit better the, the next day. And I, I just couldn't back horses at 6-4. to four. That's, I'd, I'd have to go for a bit of each way value and belly at him. Aaron, what does the sports book like? Yeah, I think everybody likes to start off the festival with a favourite. I mean, um, you look at years gone by, um, you know, there's been some cracking favourites out there. The question, of course, is appreciated six to four. You, you look at good horses like Duvan, two to one, went off a tour, seven to two. Shishkin, there was a drift on the day. He went off six to one. But this race just looks to be lacking a little bit of um, strength and depth. Personally, myself, I, I'd be I'd be with the favourites. But again, um, from, a, from a betting angle, I suppose, to start off the day, people are going to be looking for doubles and trebles. And the obvious pick straight away for people is is uh, appreciated. He's he's one of our worst in in our anti post field book. So, I, personally myself, I, I can't keep get away from the favourite. What about Ronan McNally's horse? Really deal? Is he any chance? He would have a solid chance. You know, he's been a fantastic improver all season. Negative on him is Ronan has come out last week and said that he's been affected by aspergillus in his hay again. I was actually chatting to him yesterday, and he said he's not really sure. If the horse is going to line up, he's going to play it uh, play by ear and see. If he's happy with him, he will go. But that's a big negative going into a race like this. You need to be all systems go. So that's it. Appreciate gets three tips and Bally Adam two each way tips. Uh, let's move on to the article now, lads. We have uh, we have Shishkin, very hot favourite. Uh, four to five. We have Energamine, two to one. All Mankind, eight to one. Frank of the Port, 16s. Sky Pirate 16s, Captain Guinness 20s, Black Ball 20s, uh, Mikey, Energamine. Yeah. Do you, do you write him out? I wrote him a few times, yeah. Um, oh, he's a fabulous, he's a beautiful horse. And um, yeah, he's a jockey's dream, I'd say. You know, in a race, he's a high cruiser speed and brilliant jumper. Um, I feel this is race of the, the week, to be honest. And uh, they're going to go uh, a, a, a brilliant gallop in it. Harry's horse, all mankind. I just couldn't have him after the last day. Um, just Cheltenham, he, he won't get it his own way. He'll have the two boys up his ass, and uh, he Harry Skelton will do a good job to get him around. Um, doesn't look doesn't look like he has has enough scope for me, um, but a massive engine, and um, I'd be with, I, I just think Siskin will win. I think he's uh, another Altior, and. Um, Look at a great race, Town is going to put it up to him as well. And Harry will obviously go galloping. It'll be one I enjoy to watch. But Arkles can be over pretty early. But I just think Nico will just sit in behind him there and just pick him up at the, down to the last. Good stuff, Connor. How do you think this may go? Yeah, look, I'll go with Chiskin and this. I think you know. I think his form is is pretty good. Now again, I probably go with Heatray and, and Frank Cotterport. I like the way he finishes out his race. The lads might 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 come that. That's a that's a good one. I I'd agree with you. He's going to be ridden to be placed. I'd say mm-hmm. at sixty to one, he he should be there thereabouts. I'd, I'd be thinking as well. Yeah. Uh, Brian. 
Yeah, look, when I, when I sat down last night to sum up this race and I look back at Shiskin's races, um, last year's, if Davy Russell had to kick on earlier in the Supreme Novice, he, he had him bet. You know, uh, Davy sat, I just thought, a little bit too long on Abracababra. Um, he's been very impressive this year indeed. And I suppose Energamine, in his first few fences in Chel or in Leperstown, jumped a little tad to the right, but as the race went on, I didn't see a horse jumping better nearly uh, the whole weekend. But after the last to the line, I don't think I've ever seen a horse as impressive as American Mean from the last to the line in Leperstown. And if he is actually second turning in, it doesn't matter what's in front of him, he'll beat it. I think he has the beating of Shiskin. But I have to say, an, an absolute lay down each way, or a, a one of my naps is each way, I think his Captain Guinness is going to be in the first three. I think he was well there in Leperstown after he came down two down. And I think he's the each way player. But I, I definitely, if I was a bookmaker, I'd be laying Shiskin. Stuff, uh, Danny. Just a quick question on Shishkin. He slight jumps slightly to his left. Is this going to affect him in a race like this? I don't think so. The fact that Cheltenham is left-handed, he'll be fine. You know, if um, if he was going to punch his down or something, you'd be worrying about that. But left-handed track, it will be okay. He's been very good so far. But you know, he's been running in small fields, three and four runners so far. You know, this is going to be a big field. The first three or four fences in the Arkle, they're. As exciting as you get, they'll go down there at a proper gallop. And, you know, I'm probably biased. Uh, I'd like uh, Energy Mean, you know, going from the Willie Mullins camp. But it's going to be a great race. The The main reason I go for Energy Mean is, you know, as we said already, the way he picked up in Leopardstown. I turned in on Black Bow. To, I ended up finishing third. I thought I had a chance of putting something up to him going to the last when Paul gave him a squeeze at the back of the last in Leperstown, he quickened away from decent novices like they were nothing. I think the time was backed up very well uh, on the same day Shackenpoor-Swaz race. I think the novice chase that day was a good bit faster. You know, the, there's plenty to like about Energamine and you know, he's, he's the one, but I suppose there's not much fun in, in tipping favourites everywhere. Uh, one I like at a bit of a price in this is John Joe O'Neill's horse, Sky Pirate. He'd been running over a little bit further and he's a horse with a lot of experience. He's six or 13 runs over fences. <laughs> and, you know, he's coming in here. He's second in Warwick the last day to All Mankind. This race, you know, if they get going on the front end and they can ride Sky Pirate a little bit clever... At a decent price, he could be each way value here. Sneak into third, maybe. It's just, just one well, price. Sixteen to one. I, I lay that bet. <laughs> well, six thirteen Most runs and over fences <laughs> in an arca. He's going to get round anyway. <laughs> Handicapper, yeah. He's been dropped back and tripped. He's. Well, that's a fair well shout. Now I've never heard of it though. Of, of thirteen runs coming into an arca, like can't happen. I suppose. Just my ask the two lads like the, the downturn of of Darver Star is amazing like how ah he, he's he might he might come back he, he just yeah, it's just he's get a wind up and yeah. Gavin's horses weren't running well he he actually if he comes back to a bit of farm he'd be one now that has an each way squeeze yeah I because think. he's running last year in the champion Hardy brilliant you think yeah. yeah yeah I suppose his run at Christmas behind Franco the Port was solid but his run at the Dublin Festival that leaves a lot of questions mm. to be answered that's uh, where I lost faith in him yeah I don't know if he's gone. Yeah, he might yeah, be on very good. Yeah. You know. uh, Aaron, the sports book, who's your biggest loser? Yeah, I think up until October time, um, it was it was a one, one horse race, the way it was being punted. A lot of people couldn't see past uh, Shishkin. 
Then Enna Grameen came onto the scene, obviously, you know, has been nothing but impressive. I think the more battle hardened he's got over his last few races, he's obviously seen a lot of support. He's in as low as two to one now. The question mark with Chishkin, of course, is, you know, he's been solid at around the evens now. Shade of odds on. Is, is he as battle hardened as Enna Grameen? I know he won a Supreme last year. You know, he traded 100 to one down the back straight last year. He looked the first horse beat in the race. You know, um, no disrespect to what he's beaten this year, but he definitely hasn't beaten, I don't think, the quality horse that Enerkameen has beaten. But the punters are still latching on to the top two in the market. Again, it's a race I think a lot of people are going to look for each way values. Franco Deport, we've seen a lot of money for. Um, Nicky Henderson's Fusil Raffles as well. He came back into form in his last run in Cheltenham. So, yeah, there's a lot of each way value out there, and maybe a the betting without market might be something for people to look at if they don't want to look at the top two, but you know it, it looks a cracking race. Yeah, right, lads. Moving on to the Champion Hurdle, the showcase event, and on the first day, a uh, couple of good mares at the top of the market. Honeysuckle is nine to four. Epitant eleven to four. Goshen, who was very impressive last weekend, nine to two. Silver Streak ten to one. Concertista, who last the two lads now in a minute whether to one think one. she'll go here, won't go here. Oh, no, Mayor's heard Mayor's heard good stuff. Sharjah, 12 to 1, uh, Abakabab is 12s, Aspire Tower 12s, and Buadir 16s, 20 to 1 bar. Uh, Danny, uh, I think Honeysuckle in the Irish Champion Hurdle sort of threw a spanner in the works here for the English. Uh, how do you think she'll go? Yeah, you know, that was unbelievable. In Leopardstown, you're watching the race thinking Rachel's kicking on the back of the third last. She jumps the second last. She goes further clear and jumps the last and maintains it the whole way to the line. It was an unbelievable performance, which has catapulted her into favourite and deserves to be so. Epitanta, she was disappointing. She was beaten by Silver Streak in Kempton at Christmas. Very good winner last year. Uh, no better man than Nicky Henderson, you know, to produce her here again for the day. I can't be with her, you know. It's uh, to me, Christmas was disappointing, and you'd rather have an improving mare. And when a mare goes sour, just tricky to get them right. So it is. There's Goshen as well. Um, won well the last day in Wincanton. Uh, I can't have him. He's, there's just too many issues with him. He doesn't jump well enough. You know, he, he departed company at the last in the Triumph last year, but that was on the new course. There's a lot less jumping late on on the new course. Old course, turning fast, hurdles coming at him. I think that's going to put pay to him. For uh, Jamie Moore and Gary Moore, I'd love to see him go and do it. Uh, it'd be fantastic redemption for that team, but... I just can't be with him from a betting point of view. Abracadabras, to me, is great value at 12-1. to 1. He he was second the last day to um, Honeysuckle in Leopardstown. But I think there's more to come from him. He's a decent type of horse. Gordon's horses maybe weren't firing at the Dublin Festival as well as they can be. I think there could be more to come from him. Good stuff. Brian? Yeah, I'm actually nearly echo everything Danny says. He's after summing up. I couldn't have Epitante. Um, if you look back at the champion hurdle last year, like Petty Mouchoir and some of them weren't that far behind him, and Honeysuckle absolutely annihilated them at the Leprosong Racing Festival. Uh, Goshen, again, I don't know how maybe Danny might be able to talk about it later on, but the pace to set in an English races is ridiculous. Like, And they're not getting home. He hasn't a hope of getting home with the pace they'll be going at against the opposition. I'd say Rachel will say him second or third. 
and there's no doubt she'll come up that hill. She's the one to beat, but abracadabra, if the ground is good, it's going to be right up her, her, her arse. And I'd be saying Honeysuckle might just out-battle abracadabra, but I couldn't have the two English horses for, for, for any money. Connor, how do you think this may go? Yeah, look, I'd have to go with Honeysuckle. It's done everything that's been asked of him to date. Like, so I, I just don't see anything changing in that. I'd be just interested in, in Charger there. Patrick seems to have a great relationship with this horse. Will it make much of a difference, lads, or will you be glad to see the back? <laughs> All right. Danny may be anyway. <laughs> there, there's a question. What's the story with Patrick? Is he going to turn professional for the for the few weeks and hopefully get back? Or we put a set of handcuffs on him and you won't see him for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I suppose it's still up in the air. He's chatting to the IHRB about uh, what the regulations will be whether he will be allowed to turn back amateur and was that's going to play itself out over the next week or so. Nobody really knows what they're going to come out with. What are they saying, Mike? You're saying it'll, it'll take a few months to get back amateur if he wants to do it or what are they I saying? I think the rule, bo- rule was a year and, and due to the circumstances, maybe he was trying to shorten that maybe to six months, but I'm not sure. I haven't, spoke to, I haven't really spoke to him really, so... Um, yeah, it'll. Uh, we don't know. I'd say he doesn't know either. But knowing him, look at he he do he'll go through hell or high water now to just ride over there because we won Cheltenham with him now and he just won Cheltenham winners. I suppose yeah. touching on Sharjah as well, the fact that the weather over the next ten days seems to be dry, the ground will dry out. That'd swing things back into Sharjah's favour if people are fans of him, you know, for an each way bet. Personally, I can't see him winning the race, but. Weather plays a big part in Charger's chances in this champion hurdle. Uh, Mikey, will will better ground suit Honeysuckle or is she just a, a no, lower stair? Uh, um, it won't suit. It, she's she's a brilliant mare, and um, I, I couldn't see it suiting her more. Like um, she stayed two and a half there in the mare's hurdle. Better real like Bet Benny Doos for a famous race, but I just thought what she done in Leperstown was special. I don't think it was a great race, but I don't care about that. She quickened from the back of the last of the line, which is a hard thing to do in Leopardstown. I felt that after going a good gallop and been sort of went on early enough. Uh, if Leopardstown hasn't left its print in this mare, I think she'll win. And I hope she does for Rachel. Like, uh, what, a, what a lady. Like, and what, what she's doing in Irish racing is, for, is phenomenal. Um, Epitante, I wouldn't be worried about the run the last day with Epitante. It's happened numerous times with... With a, with the likes of binocular and these, the, the JP and Nicky have a way of getting them back. Um, the Goshen love to see him win for the lads. Danny is spot on. The the old courses like, take a bit more jumping, better ground. Obviously, put jumping under pressure. But uh, for me, I'm gonna definitely uh, stick with Honeysuckle and watch it really. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a fascinating race. Another bank for such and. You know, there's, there's a good few horses pulling up, so it's 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 really ending it for him now. I think at this stage. Definitely, he seems to be the one they're all running scared of. So was the last day in Leperstown, he was dropping back from three miles back to two five, and people were trying to find reasons why he wouldn't perform. But you know, Paul jumped out in front. He jumped like an absolute handicapper. It was awesome to watch for a novice to go around there like that, and you know, he's gone from strength to strength. Winner of the Albert Bartlett last year, and looks. Better again this year. I I'd struggle to find the horse to beat him in this anyway. Yeah, right. Wasn't it the most amazing thing what he done last year? Like he nearly tugged his way the whole round, a two mile four round Cheltenham, and still after the last battle to win, 
like this year he's settled and he's jumping. He is probably one of the best chasers we're going to see in the next four or five years, in my opinion. I think he's rock solid. I think he wins this and he wins the... If he was in the Gold Cup, he'd win it, in my opinion. That's how good of a horse I think he is. I'd be similar opinion. I think he was, like, I know Mikey is very fond of Envoy Allen and I think if the two of them rocked up next year, if let's hope both of them win in a couple of weeks' time, but the two of them rocked up next year, I think I'd be in the Monkfish camp myself. No, I'd stick with Envoy Allen. Yeah. No, I do. I do. I saw him when he's pint to pint. But here, no. Look, that's opinion. Like this horse is obviously horse of a, a special horse too. It's races like this. I feel that we've uh, like uh, putting in the two four chase. Like this is a terrible race now. Like this is a this could be running around Nace next week there, uh, and there'll be no one not a different. Like uh, it's, it's a one horse race. Um, so I like it's a pity we don't see Envoy Allen and uh, Monkfish in this like you know and, and them two four races i feel they've taken the big battles out of cheltenham you know um and look at i know it's uh, money you, you need to everyone wants to have their day but like look sir this uh, it's not really it's not really a race really i don't yeah. think what do you think I, I don't know putting it to you guys well uh, uh, i think what, if you look at last year's race last year's race was a cracker with alaho manila indo True. Champ, yeah, you know, like I think year by year, it's probably going to one or two of them. I just two out of the chases. I just hate, not, I hate seeing those big clashes not happening because of a two four, like mm. you know, not like and who's to say Monkfish could get hurt next year in by Allen, mm. and then you know what I mean. You don't have those those good big races, like if Willie rang you. I tell him really, I'm not fish. writing him because uh, I, uh, I, don't, I don't want him you know, to go for this gimme of a race. Uh, There's a better chance of, I'd say, Brigitte that rides him out of home getting a phone call of her cool. riding him and the rest of me riding him. Special mention for Brigitte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, won't, we won't go into Brigitte. Have you got a price for Danny on that? Uh, Yes. No, there's no active market available, and I was just checking there. But I, I'll definitely get onto the traders, traders, and definitely. We'll I'm more published. Yeah, but as Mikey good. said, like this is going to fall asunder. Like yeah. if you go down through the betting we have here in front of Ride of Bagal, the latest exhibition, next destination, the big breakaway can't jump. Like this is this is going to be a demolition job. This could be twenty twenty five lengths. You know. Is it fair yeah. to say that um, the Bromheads Eclat the Ray is is the main challenger? It will be now. Yeah. Probably would by, be race. by default. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. 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 From, from a betting perspective, yeah, it's 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 in everybody's doubles and trebles. You know, all the bookies are looking to get this bit beat to, to, to bust all the coupons. But yeah, just really quick, uh, not everyone's cup of tea, but the cross country lads, uh, Easy's Land is seven to four, Tiger Roll five to one, Potter's Corner seven to one, Shady Operator seven to one, Unique Attack, uh, French Horse eight to one, Ajas another French Horse eight to one, Amazing Comedy twelves. Mikey, have you any opinion on this race? The cross country, yeah. The French horse, isn't it? Yeah, one yeah. of last. Easy land, yeah. Yeah, uh, he'll win again. Yeah, just I don't know. He's probably campaigned for it. Tiger Roll. I couldn't have him. Uh, well, hopefully he does, but I just feel he got bet in it last year. You wouldn't know. Garden could work with the magic, and um, yeah, no, the the favorite. Yeah, I just mm -hmm. thought what he done last year was special. He cost us the price of a big farm, I'd say, uh, down the road, and um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's all he's all we all you want for it now. Connor. Yeah, look, he, he looks to be the one, um, Tiger Roll, uh, can't, can't, see, can't see it happening again, it's a 7-4 shot in, in the cross country, is there anything out there lads in terms of 
you know, a bit of an each way value. I don't know. I'll leave, I'll leave that up to the lads, I think. The other, the other French horse coming in here. Um, yeah, there's two of them. There's two chance. Who owns yeah. him? He's French left. <laughs> I wouldn't like the sound of that. No, no, the other day with Catan. The best jokes that came from France. The green and gold on them. Yeah. Felix de Giles has won a couple of races in Pau. <laughs> um, you know, he's similar profile to Easy's Land from last year. Uh, he could be one under the radar. Are they campaigning Easy's Land as with this to be a prep for the Grand National, you know, he, to me, looked half fit uh, back in Cheltenham in November. November. He hasn't run since. He's got top weight in the Grand National, so that's going to make life difficult there, but um, don't like 13 to 8. I fancied him big time last year in this race to beat Tiger Roll. The fact that I thought Gordon would have been training Tiger Roll for the National last year. This year, Tiger All loved the horse, and I'd love to see Keith Donahue getting a win again at Cheltenham, but he's getting too old. So I would chance the other French horse, uh, Uni Caquette. Brian? Well, ju just Mikey, is Tiger All completely gone in your opinion, or is there any chance of a fairy tale here in a cross country or a national? Um, you'd love to see him uh, come back. Better ground will definitely help, and just I, I find it hard to see. I, I believe he's in flying farm up there now and going well. I heard that, um, but there no, there's every chance he could. But uh, like I, I wouldn't. I, I can't see it now. He travelled quite well did, yeah. in Navin the last. And now they went slow early on. Once they quickened. He was taken off his feet, but I just, it was a definite proof of life anyway. Yeah, uh, travelled well, but just didn't hit back at the last of the line for four miles. Oh, was that the plan, just to get him around a certain distance and just... No, well, run. like, the, you'd want him run, you'd want, well, like, like, you'd want him finishing out his races. Anything, like, that you see finishing out the races. He won it two years ago. Yeah, won it two years ago and went on to win a national. For me, I, you know, I hope he does go and do it, but no, he didn't run well enough this year for me. Uh, moving on, champion bumper lads. Uh, hope to see Boti in uh, in colours in this race here. Uh, what looked like an unbelievable horse in Kilcrew um, or Kilcrut? Is that Kilcrut. the way it's Kilcrut. Sorry, Danny. Kill yeah. Apologies, <laughs> Kilcrut. Six to four. Uh, Sir Gerhard five to two. Eileen Dover doesn't look likely to go. Looks like she's going to go to entry for the mayor's bumper. Um, three stripe life, twelve to one. Good risk at all, 14s, Hollow Games, 14s, let's be clear about 16s. What does it look like here, lads? Looking like there's going to be no amateurs riding either, so he'll come up the pecking I'd, order. I'd say Danny's delighted. <laughs> he'll be, we'll make uh, no comment on that now that we see what PW is going to do. Uh, mister, if we keep the mister, they took the mister off the, the Mr. Potato Man, was it? The, but they mightn't yeah. take the mister off PW Bullets. <laughs> Let's just say okay, here, lads. Danny, you're down the pecking order. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say here, lads, that uh, Paul has first pick, Danny is second, and Mikey is third pick. Go again with me. Uh, no, <laughs> we'll leave you three for the moment, anyway. Who, Paul will probably pick Kill Crush. 
Yeah, Paul will go with Kilcrud. You know, Kilcrud's been the big talking horse since his performance in. Since Daddy just uh, gave him out to a Cheltenham preview night last it, year. About this Is time that? last year, yeah, my yeah. father trained yeah. him, Tony. And, uh, you know, wouldn't be afraid to make a bold comment oh. now at a preview <laughs> night. And uh, came out and said, this is the best thing since sliced pan. And <laughs> ended up uh, not running where he wanted to run the first day. Had a little hold up and then he had to run him in Clonmel one day because we knew racing was going to you know be called off with the COVID and that uh, he got beat by Captain Kangaroo yeah, which he was he was distraught he couldn't believe it uh, ended up that the Mastersons came in to buy him and you know he's gone from strength to strength this year now everybody you know has him home and hose with his performance at the Dublin Festival I think I think you could get lost in that a little bit. Uh, I think it was a very good ride by Patrick. The front few in the race, I thought they got galloping too early down the back straight, which for a clever ride from Patrick came true to be a very visually impressive performance on the day. And he went straight in as favoured uh, ahead of Sir Gerard. But to me, what Sir Gerard's done has been equally as impressive. Uh, I don't think the betting truly reflects uh, how good both horses are. They have Kilcrut so far ahead. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not dissing Kilcrut here, but I don't think he's proved that he's that far ahead of Sir Gerard yet. And at the prices for one of the shorter ones in the bumper, I'd go with Sir Gerard. Mikey? Uh, yeah, um, Sir Gerard uh, is... Probably a bit easier to manage in the race, so it might be a help. Uh, Kilcrude could be a bit keen. Short, obviously looks an aeroplane. Um, very toss of a coin. I, I like Sir Gerhard as well, so I'd probably give him the, the, the toss. And uh, is Hollow Games run? Or what does yeah, looks six, likely, yeah. 16 yeah. to 1 would be, he'd be my uh, bet each way in that now. Uh, in that race, I think he's a very good horse. And... Um, Look, he'd be doing it at 16 to 1. I think he's better value. If you got a phone call in the morning? Ah, Kilcrude is the horse to ride. He's just, he, he, he like, Leperstown, there was seven or eight runners or whatever, right? And you're, you're getting your own way. Champion bumper is called, it's bumpers for, it's like bumper cars in Tremor. You're going to have someone gallop up your ass driving you mad and you're not going to get your own way. It's one of the roughest like, races of the season. Like, yeah. it's going to be hard for Paul to ride. Like, Fernie Hollow was, was uh, dropped, out. dropped out because... He he'd got bet in a couple of bumpers and there was no pressure. Um, Patrick would appreciate he was favoured. Like obviously it's it's not as easy to drop out uh, a thirteen to eight favourite uh, last yeah. in a champion bumper like you you know what I mean. Uh, so I'm not saying what well, I don't know what he'll do, but like it's it, it good horses get bet in the race. Um, mm. you know and it's I wouldn't be thirteen to eight is too short for me anyway. But he's a very good horse. I'd just be. I just feel Sir Gerhard's will be an easier ride and uh, Paulo Games at 16s is going to, like he's done nothing wrong and you don't know what's under the bonnet there, he'd be for me like, so the, the less, the less sort of shortened the prices, the less more instructions you get and sometimes that can be the winning of a champion bumper I find. Stuff. Connor? Yeah, look again, I, I suppose the question for me is, is as the lad said, and I've heard other commentators say it in relation to Kilcrude, the value of that win in Dublin, how good is it as such? I suppose equally, 
yeah, hollow games is trained below down my, my own neck in the woods as such. The word would be word would be strong on him down there like stuff. Brian? Yeah, look, I suppose when I delved into it a good bit and you go back to the pint to pint form from uh, Sir Gerhard, he beat Manila Drama, who's rated 142 now, so you'd say that's fairly rock solid form, you know. He seems to have a huge engine. Kilcrude was absolutely fierce and impressive in Leperstown. But there's a horse here of Gordon Elliott's other horse, a horse called Tree Stripe Life. And in his last two furlongs in Navan, he was actually quicker than the Devil's Coachman, who went on and won easy again for Noel Mead. Now, I know the Devil's Coachman had to jump a hurdle, but I'm only saying he's time in the last two furlongs. And I'd say, even though he's only one run under his belt, if he could settle, he could be a little fly in the ointment at a bit of a price there. He's around 12 or 14 to 1. And uh, that'd be my each way of play. But if I was to have a bet on the big two, I'd back Sir Gerhard. Aaron, in the last week or two, have you seen any money coming for anything that outside the top of the market? Just to echo what Brian said, yeah, I think the Three Strike Life has got plenty of support. Um, let's be clear about it as well. I think a lot of people saw that run in Leperstown, even though the race fell apart and he was up near the front from the start. Like he, he still finished second in the race. Yeah. Ran well enough. I think um, Gavin said that there was more to come from, you know, and we've seen good each way money for him. Like this is a race that uh, throws up big price winners as well, you know. So. Are you going to back Kilcroft at six to four? Probably not. Sir Gerhard is probably the value out of the two, as as the lads have said. But I think, as you, as Mikey said earlier, Jackie Buckins is going to be a lot to do with this. I mean, Ruby went and rode a twenty-five to one winner in this seven eight years ago. Briar Hill. Briar Hill. Yeah. So I think Jackie Buckins is going to be everything here. It's worth looking at seeing what what the Elliot second string and the but lads. the the only thing about that when. Patrick would have been riding at the festival. He always got choice in the bumper, which maybe put the lads a little bit down. So, mightn't be quite as good uh, as Ruby riding maybe a twenty to one shot in the Coral Cup is the only yeah, side yeah. of that. Yeah, but the two top two of the market are dominating still. You know, six to four, five to two. But just to mention on our exchanges, um, it's the only time I mentioned the exchanges tonight is that the the Who's the bookmaker? Bechdak. Bechdak. Is your bet come in anyway? No. Kilcrut is 5 to 2 on our exchanges and Sir Gerhard's 11 to 4, so that's probably a truer indication of really where the market is yeah. at the minute. So, so Paul will ride Kilcrut. What will you be right? Kilcrut, you better say right. Kilcrut, Kilcrut, Granny will be going mad. <laughs> what do you want to be right? Come on now. Tell us. Get off the fence. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You'll be riding um, Ramillias. How about Grangy? No, you'll be riding Ramillias. You'll be, you'll be a great one winner for Joe Donnelly last year, and you'll put up your hand and you say, I'd like to ride Ramillias. Big, big hardy gelding there, and Grangy got maybe a little bit flattered at Leperstown. Like a good tune out, a nice mare, though. You'll sneak in there on our Ramillias there into the dip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give us a bit of room, will you? Never, never some man, you'd know if he's wanting a bit of room or he's coming by. Was he too keen to last it? He was, you know, disappointing. So was it this time last year, actually Bramilia's his work was unbelievable. And he got beat in Leperstown at Christmas. Did he pick up an injury the same day? Missed a year then, mm. came back and was probably under the radar when he won in Leperstown the first time. Leperson last day was disappointing for the Dublin Festival with him, but you know he's not one to write off just yet either. So you're no. going to write him? 
<laughs> we don't know, but if I was having a fiver, I'd say he'd write him. Right, but I could be completely wrong. Like, Willie he doesn't make his own mind up. So he wouldn't know what that man's thinking. Sure. Willie could tell me to stay at home. <laughs> 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 Just moving on for the rest of the day, lads. <laughs> My actually, a, a horse I really fancied in the Grand Annual was Sky Pirate and looked to have ruined his mark in Warwick a couple few weeks ago when he won. Um, uh, I can't. I can't see. It. Do you fancy anything for Grand Annual? Just to throw it out, maybe a, a name there, anyone? JP in the handicaps. Just follow him, like really. Will the shunter? He Wave of the sea. Will the shunter go on the stress now? Possibly, Possibly could the yeah. shunter. You know, he ran a good race in Leperstown Dublin Festival. Saddle slipped. I don't know. Did that affect him? I. Don't know what Emmett's plans are, but I, I think there's a bit more to come from him over fences, and he won the Great Wood Hurdle there, so you know his uh, course form. It's a big plus in Cheltenham. Yeah. Anything for Grand Annual for anyone else? Chosen Mate. Uh, we've seen good support for Chosen Mate. Obviously, um, it was a bit of a plot out last year, and um, his early season four wasn't uh, wasn't overly exciting, but uh, yeah. Chosen mate has definitely seen plenty of support in the last few weeks. Obviously, the JP angle, a big thing here, and Tukas uh, and Joseph O'Brien, plenty of support as well. So, again, this race is going to cut up, but you're going to see Antukas probably going after around six or seven to one. It's, it's, uh, what about in the desert? Any chance, Mikey? Uh, who's that? Giggins Town Horse. Nah, nah, like, no. you'd, want to, you'd want a stone and a half up there, Steve. And who trains it? Does Gordon train it? Joseph. <laughs> no, not for me. You'd want a fair pair of cherries on you now to log into one of the Grand Annual. Yeah, yeah it's a race to watch. Barry has some insider trading. I don't Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yes. I, mean. I thought you meant riding in it, sorry. Yeah, riding in it, the boys are so fed up at the end of the week. They're just like, come on, let's go, get out of here.